This is Brie Tartaglione, and you're listening to Brie Undeniably. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Episode 8. I am ready to get going. This two-week time frame for me feels much more comfortable than the one week time frame for now while I am still working in a school so till the end of the school year it's just giving me the opportunity to put the work into building this brand in all the capacities that it can be built rather than this go 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 mentality that felt like could have led to burnout. So I tried to catch that really quick. Anyway, two weeks apart from the last episode, I'm ready to go, ready to talk about some pretty raw and real thoughts today about what to do when you are unexpectedly emotionally tied up. So what I mean by that is how do we get through the really difficult thoughts and emotions in a moment when we don't have the luxury to move through them right then. So I will always try to advocate for doing whatever you can in the moment when it comes to emotional work. Actually, when it comes to all work, but emotional work specifically can get really sticky if it's left untreated. Emotional pieces, emotional baggage that we allow to grow and fester and compound if we keep pushing it further and further down can be really difficult to unearth and pull apart and parse out if it is left untreated or untouched for a long time. But what I'm discussing today is really that crossroads of not being able to deal with a difficult emotion or a difficult feeling that you're experiencing because you have to be present somewhere else. So if you have a really demanding job or if you are a parent and with your children and they need your time or if you are a caregiver or if you are in the middle of some really big meeting or really whatever it is that you are doing, what do we do when something comes up, rattles us or shakes us emotionally, but we just can't deal with it then? And I wanted to make this the topic of my conversation today because obviously this happened to me. This happens to all of us and I don't think that me bringing it up is a new topic for anyone, but it's something that is incredibly important to discuss because this is the tough stuff. This is the moment when you are going full speed ahead, you are doing what your thoughts are in line with, you are moving towards a goal, and then all of a sudden you're thrown off track. In response to this, I have a few answers, but the answers aren't solutions. They're really just answering the question, which again, this situation had arose for me in the middle of doing something really important. And then a personal event happened that shook me 
totally threw me off of what I was supposed to be doing, but I had to be doing what I was doing in that moment. And I guess I'm speaking in coded language right now because the situation was pretty personal. I don't necessarily think the details of the situation are what is going to make this episode meaningful or not, but it's the message of the reaction and the response of what was going on that I'm trying to convey to you here that I think is really important. And so in those moments for me, I didn't know what to do. I had a moment of panic, which is kind of like rule number one, don't panic, but sometimes you can't help it. Transparency is important. I had a really freaked out moment for, I would say genuinely in my head, I was experiencing something like a panic for a couple of minutes until I was able to figure out okay, I need to ground myself, I need to center myself, I need to find balance in this, I need to be able to push forward. Those three pieces right there, grounding yourself, centering yourself, and balancing yourself, they're really all one and the same, but we all find different ways to engage with them because different things work for different people. So for me, balancing myself is really taking a moment to understand where maybe that panic is stemming from, trying to rationalize the situation, laying it all out as clearly as possible so that I can move through it. But there's a few sides to this coin and no surprise, none of them are easy. The short of it is that if you are in a moment of panic or going through something really unexpectedly difficult during a time that you really cannot be going through something unexpectedly difficult. If you don't find something that works for you to get you out of that headspace, you're gonna just continue to compound that stress. That is not something that anyone wants because compounding stress does not go away. This brings it right back to the beginning of the conversation. Compounding stress is just building up this calloused portion of you larger and larger and larger. So you need to find something that works for you. And I encourage you to try to figure it out when you are not in a moment of panic. So that way, when it does come to that point, you're able to implement rather than brainstorm then implement because if you're against the clock and losing time and you don't have this time as it is, you need to be able to think quickly act effectively and move back efficiently into what you should be doing. Ways to figure out how to balance and center yourself would be reflecting on previous times that you've run into similar situations. Unfortunately, again, I am coming to you with this episode because I did not do this. (laughs) I did not have a plan. I thought I had somewhat of a plan, but it really was a perfect storm of events where I just was not prepared. And you can't just get rid of panic. Panic is one of those things where it has a course to run. You can bring yourself down, but you can't just turn it off. So again, figuring out what could work for you in those moments before the panic sets in to prevent the panic is highly recommended. Regardless, I had a toolbox of strategies that I chose to use. A lot of those stem from meditative practices that I implement in my daily life. This podcast is not meant to teach meditation 
but I've found that there's a lot of really tactical, effective techniques that are used in meditation and in mindfulness practices that are incredibly effective for me personally during moments like that. If those types of techniques are not what works for you, so if different breathing techniques or anchoring techniques, counting techniques, visualization techniques, if those are just not what works for you in moments of high stress, then figuring it out before the moment of panic is really going to help you in the future because unfortunately this is going to happen. Our life spaces cross over. My personal life crosses over with my professional life sometimes in moments that I really don't want it to happen, but it does. Same way with my professional life can cross over into my familial life in ways that I did not expect it to or plan for it to, but it does. So understand that our life spaces have constant crossover and constant connection, and sometimes that can lead to a really difficult situation that you have to learn how to manage. And I think I'm stressing this so much, not because I don't think anyone doesn't know how to manage difficult situations. It is a skill that we learn how to do over the years. And some of us have already figured out these techniques and know exactly what to do in high stress situations or in situations that are unexpected. But for those of us who have not yet figured it out, that is also okay because that's what this talk is about. But really what I'm trying to bring to the table is that we can't just let it go or push it to the side or put it away or lock it up. Doing those things not only create toxicity inside of you, which prevent you from pursuing and actualizing and living authentically, but they also hold you down. There's a lot of weight and heaviness to them in the day-to-day, like I said, stress compounds. Stress does not dissipate or disappear. It stays unless it's dealt with. And if it's not, it gets buried under the next bout of stress. Unfortunately, and I don't have the exact statistics right now, but I do know that stress in today's society is in abundance in a way that we as humans have to build a capacity for. We're not necessarily gifted with the capacity to handle it, which then brings me to this idea which I spoke about at the very beginning of Brie Undeniably, which is our human capacity, which can bring us to our human limits. So human limits, if you remember, I had described our human limit bubble as something like a balloon and it can stretch and stretch and stretch far. It can really grow, but it does eventually pop. And when it pops, I don't know anyone who's been able to put a balloon back together. That's not to say that we cannot be repaired The imagery of the end result is not necessarily the same as when you reach a human limit, but the reaching of the limit you can think of as the expansion of the balloon that pops. We can be repaired as human beings, especially when we reach a human limit, but it takes time and effort and work that can be prevented if we're dealing with situations as they arise rather than when they're reaching their breaking point. 
My hope for this episode specifically is not necessarily to talk about a pinpointed psychological process, but to talk about the psychology of our processes left untreated. So this episode is a lot about stress and how stress can really lead to some incredibly difficult decisions and some really hard looks into your reality, some changes in perspective. Stress can really cloud our judgment. It can really torment us, which in turn will torment those around us because energy is palpable, energy is understood, but it's not just stress that this will happen with. This is for all possible pieces of us that can bring about insecurity or toxicity, we need to find a direct route to combat them. We need to be prepared to know how to get out of those headspaces. And we need to be able to train ourselves to do it so that we are not throwing off a different life space. I was reading an article the other day and a quote that really stood out to me said, if you're overwhelmed by life, you need to start right there. And I thought it was so incredibly put because it couldn't be more simple, but also what we avoid most. Because starting there, starting there in the thick of the overwhelm, starting there in the center of the chaos or the anger or the frustration or the stress, or the heaviness that you're feeling is not only really difficult, but it's also really vulnerable. It's going to expose a piece of us to ourselves that we might not be ready to hear. Because maybe anger or stress or frustration or resentment or disgust or whatever it is, it's bringing about that difficulty in you it's very well going to tell you about yourself as much as it's going to tell you about the situation. And that is a hard pill to swallow. I don't like being told that my stress is a product of my inability to, for example, tackle something head on. I don't like that. That does not feel comfortable for me, for me to be told about myself by myself. But in the same way that I have told you before that sometimes what we're saying to ourselves isn't always telling us the truth, it's kind of opposite for emotions and feelings because sometimes what we're feeling in ourselves is more truth than we can bear. Examine it, look into it, stop being afraid of it. It's uncomfortable. It's going to make you squirm. It's not going to feel like you're doing something for yourself in the moment, but it's going to bring so much clarity for all of the moments after. I'm still in the process of reflecting on my personal situation that happened. I think once I'm done reflecting on it, because another important thing to do after any situation when you have the time is to reflect on it, process it, really move through what happened, dissect what happened, why it happened, learn from it. Again, the journey 
man, was that situation for me a dip in my journey, but it is bringing me here to bring this information to you so we can all work on it together. Learning process, bringing me to another peak. I'm excited to see how this episode is able to grow and develop into a journey and a process for you. But I'm still reflecting, like I said, and when I'm done reflecting, I think maybe I could talk about the situation a bit more here. But for now, in real time, I am going to be going through this process with you. I'm really trying to understand where my stress levels came from. And that's examining all factors too. That is not just examining why all of a sudden I had this moment of panic and this really large bout of stress, but understanding the external factors that played into it, the internal factors that played into it, both my limiting beliefs and the fixed limitations that surrounded it. I am doing a full spectrum evaluation of that situation. It might seem excessive, but for me, it's necessary. For me, knowing that I don't want to experience that again is 100% validation for me to really pick apart the situation. I also think it's really important to learn about ourselves, to be told about ourselves, to step into that vulnerability. So I am apprehensive of what it's going to tell me about myself, but I'm not afraid to do it. And I think that's important. The only way to continue on your process of self-actualization is to continue to understand what you need to live authentically. If you're not following me on any of my social profiles yet, it is at Brie underscore undeniably. That's on all of my social platforms. And I look forward to talking to you soon. In the spirit of examining the tough stuff inside ourselves, let this be the moment. We'll talk soon. I am Brie Tartaglione. This is Brie Undeniably. Thanks for listening.